Hey, Uppercut listeners, you can find all of our episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We will have a new episode every Friday, so we hope you tune in. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy this episode of The Uppercut, brought to you by Out of Pocket Sports. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Uppercut. It is episode 13, and we don't have a whole bunch to talk about today, but we, yeah. we got a good, good amount, and we have our producer back. It Let's is go. Nick. Yes. Yeah, I'm on camera today, y'all. <laughs> hey. Let's go. Gotta no. love it. Gotta love it. Yeah, I've been hearing my name a lot recently <laughs> on The Uppercut. Like, I wish we had that dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here. <laughs> so let's get it going. Yeah. I'm, my fingers are ready. <laughs> ready for typing and pronunciation. For a lot more than just typing, buddy. Let's get it going. Let's do it. Absolutely. I'm now, so excited. We're going to start off with the recap of Fight Night with Tom Aspinall versus Tybera. It was a great fight. After that, we'll have what's next for both of those fighters. Then we'll have Fight Week, UFC 291. We're going to give our final predictions for each and every fight. We're going to go through all the big fights and look into detail with them. Then we're going to have the recap of the ultimate fighter after that we'll have in the news ben Askren versus jorge masvidal 2 is that gonna happen maybe <laughs> and then we'll have Exciting. updates slash what's next basically the same thing with umar namagamedov and then we'll have the countdown of the best walkouts for ufc fighters following that we'll have build the card making the best possible ufc card with fights that have already happened and then we'll have our outro but guys how's, how's your day going Pretty, pretty good, man. Pretty good. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty uppercutty. <laughs> Let's oh, get it. It's our first nighttime filming. Yeah, you can expect a lot more of this, fellas. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. First time the sun is not out, we're actually here. Whenever it's dark time, yo, uppercut after dark, unfiltered. <laughs> oh no, you don't want that. <laughs> Even though they won't know the difference because it just releases at 12 a.m. every time. <laughs> it's always after dark for them. Oh, no. But let's just get right in to the first segment, which is the recap fight night. Tom Aspinall versus Ty Burra. This was actually a really good fight. This was a surprising one for me, too, because um, also our prediction was pretty spot on. It was. It was. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, this one was, was great. I, I actually had a, I literally... Like sometimes on fight nights, I'm just like, man, I don't really want to fight. I don't, I don't really want to tune in. But like this time, I actually like went in and it was just had an open mind about it, and it was it was great. Dude. It was. Uh, I mean, we said Tybera could have won. Damn, did he prove us wrong? Yeah, <laughs> like it was bad. He really yeah, he got hit in the jaw and just fell back. But this was a great comeback fight for Tom Aspinall. A round one knockout or yeah. TKO in a one minute and thirteen seconds. Absolutely crazy. He showed that he he's one of the top dogs. He's going division. to be. He's going to be one of the top dogs. He is, and uh, he's actually one of my favorite fighters in the heavyweight division. Uh, I wouldn't mind. I would like to see him as the champion after John Jones. I don't see him beating John Jones. I don't. See Not him. right now, at least. Yeah, no, no. no, maybe like John Jones's last fight, but John Jones isn't gonna lose. No, yeah, that's not gonna I happen. mean, I, I honestly see John Jones maybe going like just his whole career without losing. But I, it's very possible. But I, I don't see how he could lose. But yeah. we're getting a little off topic already. But <laughs> another fight that happened was Molly McCain versus Julia. Julia. <laughs> Stol- Julia Stolarenko. Yeah, yeah, this one we did not expect at all. We thought that Molly Meatballs was going to come come back in with a comeback. But she just can't fight with Patty not on the card. I guess <laughs> she can't. <laughs> but no, Stolyarenko is still a good fighter. She definitely proved her proved herself. 
A round one submission and under two minutes. Yeah, insane. no, that's pretty wild too. Uh, considering her uh, her record, I didn't expect it. She was ten and eight at the time, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, we thought Meatballs was going to come back with a great uh, comeback. But no, again, this is the UFC. This is just how the fight game ends. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just get taken over and you can't control it. But I don't know. Props to Julia for 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 sure. Yeah, it was a it was a great outing for her, but uh. I know Dave Porno was disappointed. He always bets 100%. on Molly Meatballs. They and love Meatballs over at Barstool. Barstool like, just lot. loves those that duo. Yeah, they like. I'm pretty sure they're Barstool athletes already. Like they just right. They when probably they, are right when they got like the Barstool athlete thing. I'm pretty sure they signed them. Yeah. But uh, what's next for these fighters? We'll start with Molly, uh, and Julia. Now for Molly, they're what are they? A flyweight? Yeah. Yes. Molly's not ranked. I don't think. Uh, but. I think she should fight someone not ranked. So yeah, just maybe have a little bit of like a bounce back fight. She needs something because like this is this is starting to get a little out of hand. I don't, I don't, I just don't know what's going on because she used to be kind of one of those like up and coming stars that we would see. Yeah, I don't know what the underlying thing is, but there's a there's there's something there. There's 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 something there. Something wrong whether it's in her camp or something. But uh, yeah. she needs some sort of comeback fight to get her back up on those uh the trend. But, uh, yeah, anyone that's really not ranked, in my opinion, would be a good fight for her. But for Julia, I say she can fight one of the low, like the low top 15. She de Okay, yeah, for Julia Ranko, she absolutely needs to fight somebody ranked, especially considering her record. Yeah. Because it's it's too wishy-washy right now because she's very close in record. Mm -hmm. You don't want you don't want to ever be even in record either. Yeah, like no. if, if your wins and losses are the same, that's not great. It's not good. So um, she needs to at least fight somebody in the lower ranks to get her some somewhere up in like the you know upper keel of the division. But yeah, I'm who knows at, what's gonna happen? I'm looking at the rankings. I'm thinking like maybe someone like Andrea Lee would be a good fight. Uh, Jasmine, oh, not even gonna try that last name. Or <laughs> Tracy Cortez would all be good fights in my opinion for her. And if she wins easily, like goes up in rankings to this is true 13 it's 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 just pretty pretty impressive in itself that she fought um molly mccain with or molly mccann with you know relative ease that she did yeah, so it was, like, she made it look super easy like it wasn't even a challenge for her yeah but with the main event uh what's next let's start with uh marson tibera disappointing showing for him but i still think he's a top 10 fighter uh he just this heavyweight division is actually really stacked it's there's nothing much you can say. He had a good, he has good performances, just not this, not this time around. But for someone, I think he should fight. I still think he should fight someone that's higher ranked than him. Maybe Derek Lewis, if Derek wins this fight. Yeah. Uh, or maybe even Alex Volkov could be a good one for that's him. That's what I was gonna say. I was probably gonna say he goes for Volkov, but Derek Lewis maybe. But Derek Lewis has to win though, because and Derek Lewis is kind of on this weird decline. Yeah. And I feel like he might have a chance of just even if he loses it would be a good fight for yeah him. it would be a good fight but still like i feel like if he wants to aim a little higher i think go for volkov that that was probably the only fighter i would really recommend for him right now though yeah but that is i don't know if dana would give it to him with a first round barely a minute knockout yeah i mean he could get rosen strike uh he's under him though he's uh tibera's 10 or 11 rosen strikes 12 no, but it would still be a good um it would still be a good match, though. Yeah. It, even even with Derek Lewis, even if he loses, I feel like it would still be a good match for him to have, mm -hmm. just because of the fact that um it could be a good bounce back for him, especially since it's a ranked opponent. So yeah, and it could put him back on the right track. 
Yeah, but I really hope Derek Lewis wins this fight because I love Derek he needs Lewis. To, yeah, he needs to start coming back Pretty a little sure, bit. I think he's on a three-fight losing streak right it's now. It's bad. Yeah, it's, it's starting to get a little bit bad. So he needs to come back. He's one of the more entertaining fighters in the UFC right now. Isn't he your favorite fighter, Nick? Yeah, he talks about his nutsack all the time. <laughs> <laughs> My balls was hot, Derek. I understand. <laughs> Derek, I see you took off your pants. Why is that? My balls is hot. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> it's so funny that, that I don't know why Rogan does that. He always has his hand like so firmly like yeah. placed like placed on this dude. Like he's some weird grasp on the dude every every post fight interview. It's just like I okay. feel like he was just caught off guard at that moment. He didn't know what to say. <laughs> I understand. It, it happens the best. He's ta- of us. I'm sure he's talked about it in his podcast. I don't know. Maybe look it up if you want, but. Maybe. Nah, don't listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen to the uppercut. Listen to the uppercut and all out of pocket sports podcasts. Yeah, please. But uh <laughs> with Tom Aspinall, another amazing performance. That Curtis Blades fight, it's not his fault. He shouldn't have lost that. It was an injury. Yeah. Doctor stoppage. But I say put him up against Sergey Pavlovich. Yeah, no, that's that's probably the best matchup for him as and well. And then yeah. whoever wins that gets the title shot. Yeah. I think that's the best option. Both insane fighters. Uh Tom Aspinall really thirteen and two. And Sergi, eighteen and one. I think Sergi could fucking take it We're though. Sure. No, yeah, that I, that that scares me for Tom. Yeah, I think really I think Sergi can snag this really quick. Sergi is insane. Yeah, no, he, I think that he can snag this pretty easily, um, which is really scary for the champion as well. So it's like, <laughs> if he, if he's gonna move fast like that, I'd be I'd be um, keeping my head on a swivel because Sergi can can move up on those, on those rankings. He's a knockout easily. knockout artist. Yes, he's yes. knocked out. Curtis Blades, Bam Bam, and Derek Lewis in the first round, and his all three all people not easily e- easily knocked out either. So, I mean, Tom Aspinall has a good chin though; like he doesn't get knocked out. Yeah, that's the that's the bright side. But I don't know, dude. This 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 guy finds a way, so it's it's possible. It's I, possible. I would be rooting for Tom. I would be, but it's it would be a really scary fight, and that's definitely easily a headliner in my opinion. I think that's two of the biggest names in the heavyweight division. That's what everyone's looking at. Right, is these two guys. So, if I had to choose, I'm gonna go Sergey, even though I want Tom to win. But I, I, I yeah, I I just feel like it makes more sense. At least if you put it on paper, it's just like. I feel like Sergey wins this, so I don't know. He's on a six. Oh yeah, his last six fights were all knockouts. Yeah, so it's just <laughs> I feel like you look at it. He's got he's got the the winning streak. So yeah. On the other hand, Tom Aspinall he has four knockouts in the UFC, uh, but he also has two submissions. Yeah, so I mean, Tom, not not to put anything past him, but it's just Tom. I feel like if he puts more wrestling into it and he takes Sergey to the ground. He has a good chance of winning. He could overwhelm Sergey in that sense, yes. That's what I think Tom Aspinall is so good at. He's good on the ground and on his feet. I feel like if you're wanting to take over Sergey, you have to fight as versatile as you possibly can mm-hmm. because he's going to find a way to knock you out if you're going to stand there. You got to keep but your guard up the yeah, whole time. You have to keep your guard up. You have to box really strategic, go for points, and also just your takedown skills have to be on point if you're really mm-hmm. going to, especially if you're going to try and beat him with points. Yeah, yeah, but it's just yeah. You got to be very strategic trying to fight this guy because he's gonna figure out a way to find an opening and knock you out. I guarantee yeah, it easily. But uh, we'll see what happens with them. Uh, congratulations to Aspinall. I'm excited to see what he does in the future. But we're gonna head into our next segment. It is fight week, ladies and gentlemen. 
arguably the biggest card of the year Huge. could be better than last <laughs> two weeks ago's card it very well could be yes oh my god i'm me and me and luke have been texting about this too he texted me last night it's like dog i'm having second thoughts i am decision. having second thoughts and i will explain but uh, we'll, we'll go through it but when, we'll through whenever it. we get there I'll, I'll explain my thoughts we'll start on the prelim cards today and we'll start with the Derek lewis fight uh, he's not headlining the prelims, which is kind of crazy to me because they're <laughs> it's ranked fighters, and then the headliner isn't ranked fighters, so it's kind of weird. But uh, who cares? <laughs> it's a prelim <laughs> fight. Uh, I really, really hope Derek Lewis wins. This. He has to, dude. Come on, man. He, he, Listen, I, Mar- Marcos has an amazing record. Mm-hmm. 21-9 is actually great. Yeah. But Derek Lewis needs this fight if he wants to be in any sort of conversation right now. Obviously, I'm going to be going for him because his balls are hot. <laughs> but I, I, it's just, dude, he needs this fight, and I, I don't, I just, I don't know. At this point, I don't even know if he's going to be able to win because he's been disappointing me lately. But yeah, his past three fights are so disappointing. Yeah, I just want to see him knock this dude out and do his like celebration where he like licks the ground. <laughs> <laughs> he's that dude we need more people winning in in the ufc like this it's just that, that's what entertainers. you like to see. yeah but i also just want to see his post fight interview whenever if he knocks this dude out yeah especially but, if it's rogan yeah <laughs> but marcos i'm not gonna put anything against him no, no he's no, no. uh the 15th ranked right now but he's also in the down the, the decline on his career he's 38 i was about to say yeah so Really good chance for Derek Lewis to win. Like UFC's kind of basically handing him this thing. Yeah, this 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 is a like lunch on a platter for you, Lewis. Like come We're on, trying now. to we love you here. We're trying to trying like, to get you something. Yeah, but uh, at the end of the day, who am I picking? I hope I'm not wrong. I'm going to go Derek Lewis. I'll by go DL on the DL for here. I want to go Derek Lewis yeah. by knockout. Oh, by knockout. I'm gonna say by knockout. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean. Fuck it, yeah, sure. You're gonna go. Yeah, Derek I'll, I'll go by knockout. knockout too. Yeah, Nick, what do you think? It's your favorite. I'm fighter? just gonna go by knockout, baby. <laughs> Give me that. Yeah, this is the only prediction we'll ask Nick to do because this <laughs> is Derek Lewis. But yeah, <laughs> well, I might know. I might know a few other fighters. Yeah, maybe. if you want to. Yeah, if you want, everyone. If you have something to say, maybe. just just speak up. But, I mean, I don't know if it's gonna. I don't know if it's gonna be a Derek Lewis knockout though. You don't. If I'm you being honest, so? nah. Yeah. I, I the don't, way that he's been going downhill. I I just mm-hmm. I, this could definitely be a decision thing. Yeah. It could definitely go all, go all the way, but yeah, I don't see a submission. I think if there's a submission, it's going to be mega sloppy. It's going to be weird, but um, it could be knockout or just goes all the way. But I don't know. Derek Lewis has just been d- disappointing. So if but if Derek Lewis gets that punch, like he has a mean right hook. He does. It's insane. He's, yeah. One of the kings of the knockout world in the UFC. So hopefully he returns. It would be an awesome fight to watch if he does knock him out, especially since it's a prelim fight. He should take that personal. He's on a prelim fight. That's about. Uh, that he really mindset. should. Like I'm on a prelim. Fight I would right do. Now, and I have he. I don't know if he still. No, he doesn't have the most knockouts in the UFC anymore. But he did at one point. Yeah. I'd just. I'd be like, ooh. Yeah. Like I'm. I'm like borderline a legend. <laughs> In this league, and I'm in a prelim fight. I would take it personally too. And it's not even like a re- like a retirement. Fight I could be wrong about this though, but I'm pretty sure Aldo's been in the same place. Yeah, Aldo almost what he was scheduled to be a prelim on either 291 or 290 when they were first announced. Yeah, I- I'm pretty sure Aldo's been. Yeah, I was about to say like, and he is a legend. Like he is a Hall of Famer, literally. Yeah, and he's been in the same spot. I feel like it just sometimes like your career goes a certain way, but that's also what's just so great about the UFC is that you're career can go up and down like that 
mm-hmm. and you really are able to, to like define that by yourself. Yeah. So I don't know. But over here we got Derek Lewis winning. Me knockout. Luke, he's gonna stick with knockout. I think he said. I'll, yeah, I'll stick with knockout, but I wouldn't be surprised if it goes the distance. Yeah. And then Nick over here, Derek Lewis by uh, decision. Decision. But we're gonna head into our uh, headliner of the prelims. It's Gabriel Bonfim or Bonfine versus Trevin Giles or Giles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the neither of them are ranked in the welterweight division. But Gabriel is fourteen and zero. It's still gonna be a good fight. And uh, Trevin is sixteen and four. <sighs> mm, I mean, I, I, I actually have seen uh, stuff on Gabriel. So I'm going to be interesting watching this fight. I actually looked at these guys a couple days ago. Um, Gabriel's 14 and 0, um, well deserved, 1,000 mm-hmm. percent well deserved, and he, this is this should be an easy fight for him. Yeah, he can, do you think he can get uh, ranked if he wins this? Um, I think he needs to fight maybe a better opponent than than Giles, but. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe he, slip into the 15th spot. Yeah, he might. Just maybe, depending on how good he does. If he knocks him out and like, or because 15 and 0 is is extremely admirable. Like that's a very very. There's good like record. seven fighters in the UFC right now. Yeah, so it's like including he, him that's you, undefeated. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely admirable. I think that maybe he beats Giles and then tries to fight a ranked opponent if if he's not ranked yet. Mm-hmm. But. Um, I mean, yeah, honestly, no, if, if he wins, especially if it's highly decisive, if he's ranked, I wouldn't be surprised, nor would I be angry about it at all. So, honestly, uh, if he wins this, Ian Gary versus Gabriel would be an interesting that could, yeah, fight. that's highly possible as well. Two undefeated fighters, yeah, that would be a good fight to watch, in my opinion. But uh, I think Gabriel's gonna win this. I don't know by what. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say. Honestly, I'm gonna assume by knockout. Yeah, but. I'm assuming by knockout. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Gabriel by knockout. Yeah. Yeah, I assume by knockout. Honestly, it's a trend in the UFC. I don't know if you've noticed this, but it's a, it is a trend in the UFC for the headliner of the main card to be a knockout yeah. win. So it's just like <laughs> I feel like it's highly possible, especially since he's undefeated. He could come in super hyped. It's it's definitely possible that it's a first round knockout. Mm-hmm. That's probably what my prediction is. But who knows? All right. There we go. There you have it. Yeah. That's our welterweight headliner prediction. We're gonna head to the main card now. This this car, main card is absolutely oh, it's stacked. insane. It's so stacked. It's insane. But uh, we'll start with the first fight, which is Kevin Holland. Always so fun to watch yes. him. One of my favorite fighters to watch. It's a welterweight bout. Him versus uh Michael. How do you say his last Chiesa? name? Chiesa. Michael Chiesa versus Kevin Holland. Eighteen and six for Michael. 24 and 9 for Kevin. 24 wins. Listen, I've said what I've said about Chiesa, and I've told everybody on this podcast <laughs> that he is a great fighter, but I want Holland to win so bad, so I don't care what anybody says about him, anyways. I want him to win because it sucks seeing Holland lose. Yeah. And honestly, like one of my least favorite losses of Holland was whenever he lost to Kamzat. The way that he was so. He wasn't even supposed to fight him, though. I know. He was so pissed off about that loss, though. Because yes, he wasn't supposed to fight him, but still, that loss sucked. That loss sucked so much. It's just because he had trained for this fight that he was supposed. To, he had trained for so long for this fight that he was supposed to have, mm-hmm. and then he's fighting up the wrong opponent. Yeah, opponent that he was not training for this entire time. He was supposed time. to fight Tony, right? Yes, and he was totally just like so thrown off by this fight, as well as just like disappointed in himself. Like, yeah, Kevin Holland needs to have some sort of redemption arc here, and I and I want it badly. Yeah, 
He wanted to fight Jorge for the BMF belt too. Yeah, that's true. After his last fight, and that we, would have been a great BMF belt fight. Yeah, Kevin Holland, him beating Jorge, I would have loved to see that. Yeah, dude, awesome. It, it would have been amazing. But when it comes down to it, they're they're both previous ranked fighters. They're both yeah. good. And uh, when it comes down to my decision, I'm gonna go Kevin Holland. I think Kevin Holland will win this. And I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say decision on this one. My decision. I can agree with that. Uh, I do think they're both like he he can knock they can both knock people out obviously right but they have Kevin Holland hasn't done it in a while he has a same I don't see a submission so I I gotta go by decision I'm gonna say not even I'm gonna go unanimous decision Kevin Holland it's my final prediction I'll go unanimous I'll go unanimous ah uh, well hold on real quick. <laughs> Uh, hold on real quick. <laughs> Honestly, dude, I'm going to give you two predictions for this fight. All right. Because I do, I actually do think that this is going to go one of two ways. I think that it's going to be split decision Kevin Holland or Chiesa knocks him out. Really? That's the only two ways I feel like this fight can go. I just don't see Kevin getting knocked out. I feel like Kevin Holland can 100% get knocked no, out. No, he can definitely get knocked out. I just don't see Chiesa knocking him out. Or, or, being, or being submitted. He can get submitted. I or I I really just mean by stoppage is really what I'm. So by stop, yeah. You don't know what, but by some sort of stoppage, yeah, yeah. I can see that happen because Chiesa's got scary power, so it's it it is something that can happen. I feel, but I I think that I think my main prediction that I'm going to go with is split decision, Kevin Holland, though. Yeah, because I don't think Chiesa's going to make this fight easy. Yeah, like who knows who who knows at the end of the day. But I gotta go, Kevin. I I think he's too good of a fighter. He's putting in all the work. He wants to be up. He wants to be ranked again. Right? Yeah. He's trying to fight to get that ranking. But that high motivation is is a factor for sure. He he does what he says he's gonna do. Yeah. In training, it's it's awesome. But uh, Kevin Holland's my decision. You heard his two predictions. We're gonna head to our next fight. This one I'm excited to see Tony yes. Ferguson in the lightweight division fighting Bobby Green. Uh, this is a this is literally handed to Tony for a win. They might. It has to be. I mean, dude, look at his record too. How impressive is that? That's a great record. Yeah, that's a great record for the UFC. Really good. One one of the most feared fighters to ever come of the come out of the UFC as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, twenty twenty what twenty six and eight. Especially consider considering who he's fought throughout his throughout his career. Like that's extremely impressive. He used to be one of the most feared fighters to to go against in the UFC. One of the most feared fighters to like even watch in the UFC. Mm -hmm. He has he's on a five fight lose streak right now. It it don't even matter, dude. Come on, this this is. But I mean, look at the people he's fought. Like these, he's going against Gaethje. He's gone. Nate Diaz's last fight. Michael Chandler before that with that brutal knockout. Yes. That was insane. Did you see? Have you seen that knockout? Uh, it's, You've it definitely was, seen. It the was memes memed. Of it. it was like his the dude was it's kicking the dude's face. It's like, literally a dude's foot in, in a dude's chin, and he's just like he. Yeah. No, I actually don't think I've Here, seen. Let this. me pull up. The, look up the uh, Tony Ferguson Michael Chandler knockout. But uh, Tony Ferguson, he fought Michael Chandler, but Neil Dariush, Charles Oliveira, and Justin Gaethje were his last five fights. Those, and those are those all are top. Fighters, right? Those are top fighters of the video. Yeah, it's just because Tony's past his prime. But the fight that I'm saying that that we're looking at right now, this is definitely something that should be handed right to him. It's it's easy. Oh yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> like dude is, dude's foot is in his chin. <laughs> Bro, he looks like uh, that dude from um, Ripley's Believe It or Not. Oh, <laughs> Whip all the way up to his nose. That's what it looks like, bro. Dang, he really got. Damn, they have to disrespect no him like that. 
Let's hope he had a foot fetish, bro, because that's all up in his mouth. <laughs> Dang, bro. Oh, now he's on the gosh. ground. Like, oh my gosh, he's being like. Yeah, no, he was out. Like, he was out, out. Uh, gone. I hate to see it. Yeah, I love legend. to see it. That's that's what people will tune in for the UFC for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was Michael Chandler that like that got Michael Chandler hype even farther. Like, yeah, he was he was hyped up a lot, but like that. And after that fight, that that post fight uh, interview was amazing with yeah. Michael Chandler beating Tony Tony Ferguson, mm-hmm. calling Wonder, out Conor McGregor. Yes, that. Oh my gosh, that there's so many edits of that too, and that are so <laughs> sick. Conor McGregor, you gotta come back and fight somebody. And Dude, now it's, it's gonna so happen. Cool. Yeah. He's, he's getting what he wants. Hopefully, this is the <laughs> this is the guy that's doing the show with McGregor. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the ultimate fighter, and he's destroying him. But yeah, yeah. we'll <laughs> talk about that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> but uh, like we said, five fight losing streak right now. This one's handed to him. Bobby Green. Nothing against him, but like, eh. <laughs> this should this should be a Tony it's, Ferguson. Tony though. Ferguson is way better than him in my opinion right but uh i'm gonna go mm, what do i want to say i don't think i don't think it's gonna be a knockout i'm gonna say decision tony ferguson uh, i think it could be a knockout dude you think yeah i think it could be i think it could be but decision isn't too too far out of the box but i think it could definitely be a knockout here. i mean his fight against nate diaz he did he was doing good but like they were that fight it was kind of like a play fight they're toying with each other right yeah they're just having fun in there and then he has submitted them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. he was like i'm gonna grab this motherfucker <laughs> but uh that's my prediction i'm gonna go i'm gonna go tony ferguson by decision yeah no it, that, that that's a good prediction i feel like so the next fight we have here this one i'm super excited for wonder boy steven thompson in the welterweight division versus uh michael Pereira. Wonder Boy, I, I'm I'm rooting for him. He's one. Like, who, Is that your prediction that he he's gonna win? Mm, I, I yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna think. I you think, think Stephen so? Hobson will win. Uh, he's the seventh ranked Walter Ray right now. Uh, Michael is the twelfth ranked. Uh, Stephen Stephen still has it in him, in my opinion. He's been in the UFC for for years now, but uh and. Michael, he's 35 right now. He's coming off of a lot, two losses to uh, Sean Brady was his last fight, and it was a unanimous decision. He lost that fight. I watched that one. He he lost by far. Yeah. Stephen Thompson, on the other hand, uh, he is coming off of a win by KO versus Kevin Holland. That's not easy to do. No, it's not. <laughs> that's not easy to do. And he lost by decision against Belil Muhammad. And he lost by decision against Gilbert Burns. <laughs> by decision. Like, those two guys that can, like, end the fight. Yeah. Like, fast. And I don't see Michael doing that. No. Finishing him. He's not. This is. I think this is going to be a, a win for Steven. I think he can knock him out. Yeah. No. Definitely. Uh, I think that... Mm, uh, like the thoughts on, on on this fight for me is that I feel like, in a sense, this is kind of Wonder Boy's last chance in in a, in a, in a sense mm-hmm. to you know really come back and you know maybe even go for a title shot or whatever. Yeah, he's got to have this win, and I think that if he's going into this fight with that attitude, this should be an easy spot for him. So now this fight is the perfect example of knockout versus wrestling. Yeah, because Michael- oh definitely. He's a wrestler, is Michael, and Wonder Boy is a boxer. Yeah, and most of the time, 
wrestling wins. This is that's true. The, that's the bad. That's the bad sign of this. I think. I think that both can counter each other. I just think that whenever it comes to, the, especially within this league, whenever it comes to this sort of sport, wrestling always seems to prevail. So mm-hmm. that's I what I'm know. worried about. Yeah. I. That's what I hope. I. I I'm positive Wonder Boy knows that though, and he's training for that. He better be. He when a boxer is fighting a dominant wrestler, I feel like they're training wrestling the most. It's it's definitely something that I've heard fighters talk about. Like Jorge Masvidal has talked about this. Conor McGregor's talked about this. Is that like they're obviously their goal is to keep that wrestler on their feet as much as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jorge Masvidal gave a great example about why he has the you know the fastest knockout in UFC history is because he studied Ben Askren and he 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 noticed that if if there was a, if he was ever going against somebody that was a striker he would notice that Ben Askren would would go down and, and crotch sniff as soon as you know a striker would make some sudden movement so he was just like okay well I'm going to come out just with a crazy sudden movement yep. if he's going to go down there and crotch sniff I'm going to come in there with a knee in his chin so there's definitely ways that like you can you can counteract a wrestler it's just you have to find out what makes them go for it yeah so uh, it just i don't know i th- I feel like if wonder boy really wants to make more of a name of, of himself you mm-hmm. know especially more more so now than he, he's got he's he's got to win this fight so yeah and i i do think he's gonna win i'm gonna say i'm gonna say wonder boy my knockout he has to he has to knock him out he's got to knock him out mm-hmm. yeah or keep him on his feet and land more a lot more significant strikes than uh Pereira's yeah. control time 100 percent What's your final prediction? Yeah, no, he's got to knock him out. Knockout. I, I think it's going to be a knockout, and it has to be, and I'm really hoping that it is. Mm-hmm. Now, the co-main event. This one I'm hugely this excited one, for. I don't this know, is the one I want. I don't know which fight I'm more excited for. Because this is true, but like this one I'm really excited for, dude, and oh my gosh. I, mean, I, I I just I couldn't have picked a better opponent for Alex right now, dude. Yeah. Like Jan is honestly up there for one of his best opponents that he's ever going to go against. Mm-hmm. And dude, who do you have? Who do you have here? Because it's tight for me. But who it's do you have? It's tight for me. It is. And uh, I'm pretty. Nick watched Alex's last fight. It was the Izzy fight where he got knocked out. I think he knows that I really like this fighter because my disappointment in that fight. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I think that Alex did get caught because he did put Izzy back in that same situation. He has that power. I thought it was going to exactly train Izzy just trained so hard for that exact situation. So it's like. Dude, I it looked whole, exactly the same. Whole world was rooting for Israel Adesanya except for <laughs> Michael. Dude, like, I, true. like <laughs> I was standing up. like I was getting ready to like, stand because it looked exactly the same. I it thought did. he was going to do exactly yeah. the same thing. I was about to be so but, happy. Like, dude, there's videos of Izzy literally like you can look it up on YouTube. Izzy has a compilation uh, uh somewhere on YouTube or whatever of him just hitting that same exact situation like 17 times and him going in with that right hook whenever he's getting hit up against the fence and like there was like a video of a side by side of him doing it in training and him doing it in the uh in in the actual fight and it is identical. Like he literally trained for that exact situation he, so he, like, many times. It's very possible that that happened because it was the same exact situation, and Israel Adesanya figured out a way to counter it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but back to this fight. Yes, <laughs> they're not the bright side for Alex. Jan's a boxer. Yeah, not a wrestler. Not. A, I mean, he can wrestle. He has two submissions. 
But I think I think it would just It's gonna be on the feet. Like, the, it's gonna be on the feet. Yeah, the problem that I have with Alex wrestling is that I think it slows down the fight too much. Mm-hmm. Because I, d- I don't doubt that he can wrestle, but it just slows down the fight too much and it's gonna tire him out and it's gonna change the pacing completely for him and he'll lose. Yeah. So I think that is great. This that's why I'm saying that Jan is the perfect opponent for him because mm-hmm. this is such a good person to pace with. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like that's going to play into Alex's W here. Yeah, I think that Alex is going to win this. I do too. And the reasons I think Alex is going to win this, I think it's going to be a knockout. Yeah. Uh, and Jan, he lost to Glover, mm-hmm. which is Alex's coach. Yeah. Okay. There. Yeah. And there's a first of all, did you see the video of Alex and Glover wrestling in a stream of like a mini waterfall? No, I don't think they're I did. like training in like a. Like some sort of stream. Wait, <laughs> and they're what? Just wrestling. <laughs> it, it, it looks Five weird. feet apart because they're not gay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's training wrestling in this, and the way Glover won was submission. Wow. So, dang. I, there could be. Imagine there, Alex Pajeda just comes in with the submission. That would be surprising because be he is one of the hardest. He's one of the hardest hitters in yeah. the UFC. It's insane how how heavy this man punches he's got like stone hands <laughs> yes it's like, like it's literally like iron fists he like sean strickland was out when he knocked him out yeah it, he was out out and i think i don't think it's gonna be a not hard knockout i think it's gonna be a tko alex beto yeah or like yeah or like a ground and pound type of knockout like i'm gonna he, go into he s- knocks him down and yeah. then i'm gonna say like second round second round a second round tko alex beto Dude, I could see this happening in the first round. I could too, but I'm not going to... I'm going to play it safe and go second round as well. Second or third? Because I'm not trying to hate on Jan. He's a 29-win fighter, former champion. Yeah. This is two former champions. The only two people who have ever beaten Izzy. It's tough, dude, but I I just feel like Pajeda has this in the bag for some reason. Yeah, I think Pajeda has everything more than Jan. They've both beaten Izzy. Jan's beaten him by decision. Pajeda's beaten him by knockout twice and by decision once i just feel like pajeda has this in the bag knockout is extremely plausible first round could happen second round i think it's more so guaranteed yeah so the only advantage no not the only he has advantage but the biggest advantage i think jan has is alex took this fight pretty fast i i agree and i also kind of am just like i mean alex pajeda is a bigger guy but Jan has been in this division a little bit longer than him mm-hmm. or I mean way longer than him I mean how much does that even affect into the fight because Peta hasn't fought at this weight yet but this like, is this, this is his natural weight now I know the uh he usually fought like his entire career he was like middleweight I'm pretty sure but now since he's older as most fighters do they move up yeah and maybe hopefully it does good for him but Jan he does have that advantage as well that this is his he's been in this division for a long long time he's been champion of this division it's very possible but in my opinion alex has more pros than cons with glover being his mentor throughout i'm pretty sure his entire ufc career beating yawn uh, alex beating izzy three times i got it i gotta go alex yeah i'm, I'm gonna take alex here now who do you think's gonna win this give me alex Good, good choice. Good choice. Because I don't know the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Nick I, is not a UFC guy, by the way. Nah, I'm just here for the big fights. Yeah. <laughs> the main cards, Michael texts me. I'm over here. I, t- I texted him. I was like, 
you got to come for this this card. It's going to be absolutely insane. You can come too if you want on Saturday night. Dude, I'd be down. Do y'all want to come over here? Yeah, and the thing is, is half the time he just asked me who I'm rooting for, and it's always the other person he's yeah, not it's always for. So. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to tell him. I honestly don't care who he roots for in uh, the lightweight in this next fight, the main card, the BMF belt, baddest motherfucker belt. It's up, and it's Dustin Poirier, the diamond, versus... Justin, the highlight Geishi, literally, basically, the exact same fighter in one. They're so similar, but Poirier is better at wrestling. He is submissions. Geishi has only taken has only has one takedown in his entire UFC career. <laughs> I understand this, but I feel like that's such a bad cop. I'll, I'll let you decipher before I tell you like what I I, I think. I love both these fighters. Yeah, I, I do. I okay. So last podcast we were just like Poirier has this in the bag. But I don't know. I've been looking at this card for quite a little bit, and I'm just I'm looking at Gaethje and just like four losses, four, four of them. And like considering who he's fought, he only has lost four times. Especially considering like what his fighting style is, that's kind of wild. He also just destroyed Fiziev. Yeah. So and it was like easy. Like it was not even a. He didn't even try. Yes, it was all-time action, and he was kind of getting battered, but at the same time, like, mm. it was easy for Gaethje. Yeah. Like, a humongous part of me wants to take Justin Gaethje in this fight. That I really like Dustin. I mean, uh, Justin. Dustin, Justin, sorry. <laughs> but I just don't see – I don't see a way Dustin loses this. Really, I love what? Like you I, don't I, see a way? I, I don't. <laughs> I honestly, you don't, don't see a way. I don't because I think Dustin is gonna take this to the ground. Dude, I, you're crazy. I think. I think. <laughs> I, I think Dustin. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, Dust. I think Dustin's gonna wrestle. I don't know though. I don't know if if Gagey's gonna allow him to even have a chance to go to the ground. This this is how I predict the fight to go. I think the first couple rounds it's gonna be on the feet, and then you don't want that to happen though, because if that did you see Gaethje versus Fiziev the first couple of rounds on their feet, their both of their faces were destroyed. Exactly. I I, if that's gonna happen with Poirier, I don't think Poirier is gonna be able to withstand that for too long. I mean, Gaethje can sit there and just punch and punch. He could, but just. I, I don't know, dude. Honestly, like, I don't even care. Maybe I'm super wrong, but I'm going to take Justin Gaethje in this fight. By what? By by decision. By decision? By decision or, or, unanimous. Or, or, or TKO. Split. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I was not expecting that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I think that it could very possibly be a TKO. I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed by Dustin Poirier's performance. I, I don't know. It, maybe I'm very wrong about this, but this is just my take on it. I think that Justin Gaethje takes this. I think I, I, I think that he takes this. You've done your research and it shows. Some, <laughs> you know, whereas Michael, he's just silent over here. He doesn't know. Look, I, I, I just think that Gaethje's. I think that Gaethje's just more of the BMF. I think that he's just. You think he's the? I think the he more withholds the... that. I think <laughs> I I I've seen Poirier lose. I I know how he loses. It's just. I mean, and they lose in the same exact way. They've lost to the same. They the, do. They lose. They both That's, lost by. I, a uh, submission to Charles Oliveira, both lost by submission to Khabib. Uh, I mean, in the lightweight division, uh, 
Dustin Poirier has only lost twice. Or, but no, three times. Daddy Alvarez. And it's it, and it's not like Gaethje's, you know, fought a bunch of bums. You know? Yeah, no. He Poirier, hasn't. Poirier hasn't fought a bunch of bums either, but it's just... The, the reason I, I think, don't think either of them are above getting knocked out. I just feel like Gaethje's more above getting knocked out than Poirier is, if I'm being totally honest. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> but the way I, I see this fight going a lot like the Dustin Poirier-Michael Chandler fight. Because Chandler is a boxer, just like uh, Gaethje is. But the way, I, the way it ended was them fighting on the ground. I mean, on, the, on their feet the whole fight. And then Chandler getting tired, and Poirier submitting him. I don't think I don't think Chandler's as good of a fighter as Gaethje though. I don't I don't either. But Gaethje does get tired out. You saw in the Fizia fight, he was getting tired a little that. bit. But and, I, and I, Dustin Poirier has strong punches. He can knock people out. He's done it before. He's they, done, done it to McGregor. I don't know if he was necessarily getting tired in the Fizia fight. I think that they were just both punching a lot because <laughs> Gaethje has a gas tank as well. So. It's just hard because they're both so similar in uh in fighting. Like they're I will say that Dustin's ability to uh wrestle is better, but if 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 he's not able to get Gaethje on the ground, I don't know if he's gonna win this fight. And that's another thing. Gage Gaethje isn't gonna win if it goes and if it goes to the cards in my opinion. Because he doesn't take go for the takedowns at all. And Dustin Poirier is a good striker. So he's gonna I get know. I think Poirier will get takedowns, significant strikes, control time, and that's gonna that could win him the fight. Unless we see Gaethje try to go for a takedown, then then we're gonna be like, what's going on? If <laughs> he tries to go for a takedown, we've seen it twice. Yeah. <laughs> His career, he's one and one, <laughs> one and two right now. If he, if he goes for a takedown, we're just like, oh, he lost. <laughs> he's, he's not gonna win this fight. He goes for a takedown. Dustin's just gonna knee him in the face, and it's, it's out. over. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's over. over. Listen, I love Dustin Poirier, and I think he's a great fighter. I just I feel like for some reason. Uh, I, I'm just. I think that Gaethje is just more. It just it just makes more more sense for him to win this fight at least right now. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just have this weird feeling about it. I think Poirier is the better fighter at the moment. I feel like he comes up. Well, what are you saying no for over here? <laughs> He's the producer. <laughs> he you just, always disagree. With He's me. doing all the research oh, right now. Wrong, bro. <laughs> Dog, watch. I'm going to say this. He's going to be here. Gaethje's going to win, and he's just going to... And I'm going to sit there and say, listen, told you so. Listen, <laughs> me and Nick will make will both make a formal apology if we're wrong. <laughs> you know, my I'm final, just riding the wave, so I'm not apologizing. My yeah, final I, I, prediction. Dustin Poirier beats Justin Gaethje by submission in the last round. Are you willi- submission. Are you willing to put money on it? Submission. In the last round. In the last round. Last round. That's are you willing one to of put the, money on it? Am I, no, I'm not because that's one of the wildest takes I've ever heard in my life. I'm going Dustin Poirier in submission in the last round against Justin. I Gaethje. mean, Justin Gaethje can be submitted. <laughs> He's been submitted twice in the last round, though. That makes no sense in the last round. Or I feel four, like Poirier four, would go for it way, way I earlier could, than that. Yeah. Okay. Maybe fourth round. <laughs> maybe fourth round. It's possible. I, it's it's, hard, it's possible. just hard. To, I, it's hard with this fight. That's the thing. This is uh, all right. Fourth round. Fourth round submission. I'm going to go fourth round. That's my final answer. I'm going to take Gaethje in the cards or by TKO. All right. There you have it, Nick. Those, those are our hot Clip takes. it. Nick, what do you think? <laughs> Justin Gaethje by what? Justin Gaethje by whatever Luke said because I'm riding that. <laughs> <laughs> that is what she said. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm blazing Luke, bro. Just well, to piss off Michael. <laughs> I know it is. It's the funny thing is this doesn't piss me off because I've said this on the podcast. I love both of these fighters. Then why are you pissed off? I'm not pissed off. I think Nick is just instigating. <laughs> you are instigating. <laughs> That's what a producer's supposed to do. <laughs> Nick, but, look up why Michael's pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to look that up. <laughs> But that is going to wrap it up with this segment of Fight Week with our final predictions. We'll have what's next on next week's episode. But we're going to head into the recap of the Ultimate Fighter. It's not that big of a recap. It's the first round of the semifinals. Uh, the fighters were actually given a choice to switch teams <laughs> to Team McGregor. Yeah, because a only handicap. Yeah, he's just like... Because McGregor only has one fighter that made it through. He was 1-7 in seven in these fights. Bro. I don't even know what's going to happen. He's he's falling but, off, bro. In his defense, he wasn't <laughs> fighting it. <laughs> he's like now he can't even teach people how to fight, bro. No, he just lets okay, them listen, drive his Lambo. Nick, Nick is going to talk so much crap about McGregor right now. I already know he's because he We're, knows that Michael's like no, loves McGregor so much. Stick to making whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> bro, he how many times is that man gonna get his leg broke before he learns a lesson? <laughs> He's washed. <laughs> Bro. Oh, Man, my God. We got to clip this. <laughs> clip this. He's washed. <laughs> I mean, honestly. No, nah, I'm a big McGregor guy. I'm just messing around. Honestly, you wouldn't. A lot of people would probably agree with you with the he's washed part. Yeah, I'm sure they would. I mean, I he's still a great, like, entertainer, though, when it comes. And, I, I mean, obviously, that's why he's kind of, like, doing this show anyway. Yeah. He's trying to, like, gain some more traction. And who knows? Isn't he supposed to fight again at some yeah, point? Yeah, he's supposed to fight Michael like, Chandler at the end of the Ultimate Fighter. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah that's what like that's <laughs> what yeah, all the, the coaches cool. the coaches are supposed to fight. Yeah, but Dang, uh, bro, there so, was actually, I mean, yeah, his fighters can go one and seven as long as he wins. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter because at the end of the day, uh, he only needs one fighter to win. I mean, at the end of the day, the only people reason like the only reason people are watching this is for McGregor. Yeah, so one hundred percent. And I mean, I guess there's some Chandler fans out there, but yeah, but if there's if there's Chandler fans, like they probably like you know. Love penis. Or <laughs> I don't know. I can't find the picture, but uh, there's like pictures from Clip the first it. episode of the Ultimate Fighter and the latest episode of the Ultimate Fighter, and it shows that like Connor's losing weight. To it looks like he's preparing for the. He fight. probably is, I, I, but he just has to be able to you know pee in a cup. So <laughs> <laughs> if the UFC approve it, yeah. brother. It's gonna come back as he's positive for steroids and be like. Ah, He's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he maybe was. You know, he was he's not anymore. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> but uh, what's happening now? The first fight of the semifinals. It was two Ch- team Chandler fighters. Uh, Roosevelt Roberts. He had to actually cut. Like he didn't make weight, and they told him to cut his hair off, and he yeah. made weight <laughs> because of it. Yeah. He had to cut off his dreads, but it still ended up. He still ended up losing. <laughs> so, That's sad, dude. Lost his hair and lost his like dignity in the same yeah, day. Bro. <laughs> it's like Samson from the Bible. Like, literally, like he lost his strength. <laughs> That's hilarious. But uh, clip it. <laughs> clip it. But we I'm, need a Christian podcast. Bro. Yes, coming soon. Out of pocket sports. But uh. <laughs> Dana White out of this fight said uh, he was extremely disappointed in it and that it wasn't an entertaining fight for the UFC. Oh, That's not good to hear from two veterans. 
that's not good. Dana at all. White is so funny though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he he doesn't give a fuck. He does not care. <laughs> like he just literally just not care. He gives it to you straight. Yeah, he's just like, oh, okay, I don't care. <laughs> he's straight up what Dana White is. Yep. But uh, that's what happened in the Ultimate Fighter this week. Uh, next week it's uh, Conor McGregor switch over fighters. New yeah. his new fighter Brad Katona we'll is see. fighting. And then we'll see what happens. But in the news, this is what got is huge right now in uh, MMA world. Jorge Masvidal versus Ben Askren too. Yeah, is it what, gonna happen? What is happening right now? This is so weird. I I literally like saw the news about it on my ESPN um thing or whatever, like my app or whatever on my phone, and then I open up Instagram and it's just this picture of Ben Askren. He's all ripped right now. Yeah, he's, he's just like, like he's looks better than he did in yeah, the Jake he, Paul fight. He looks better than he ever has, and he's like, I'm still ripped to this um you know yeah. old age. I'm going to beat Jorge's ass or something like that in his caption. Yeah, and then uh, Jorge and then, <laughs> like tweeted out on him via TMZ saying, <laughs> This guy's still alive. <laughs> I heard Ben Askren said he'd come out of retirement to fight me. He won an MMA, but for his sake, I do boxing, so I can't knee him in the face. <laughs> Did you, You've seen that uh, video of Jorge Masvidal kneeing the dude in the face like, yeah, in yeah. 13 seconds? Yeah. That was I, against that, Ben Askren. I, was, I found that out producing for you guys. Yeah. Also, I love uh, Jorge Masvidal on Facebook, bro. He's always oh, really? like, he's like john cena like yeah literally like he's just posting the most random stuff <laughs> like the memes yeah. like he's like always like mid-thought too whenever yeah. he speaks yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's like in the middle of his thinking process whenever he the, speaks words the intrusive thoughts yeah. when <laughs> but uh but Askren responded to him by saying no i'm not gonna box jorge if jorge was really a bmf he will accept my rematch in mma and not be a coward and then Mazdal responded this guy's still alive, question mark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, Ben Askren reportedly texted Dana White, him shirtless and like ripped, saying like something like, I'm ready, like text me when you're ready or something if you want to make this happen. Honestly, I would like to see it happen. I I want to see if it... I don't know, dude. I want to see if it changes. If Even really? if it's not in the UFC. Because, I mean, Ben Askren, like he didn't even... Have, he didn't have a chance to do anything. Yeah, but what if he's been just like he's since, a, like what if since the Jake Paul fight he's just been training his ass off like he's that's just he's just been like preparing like he's Batman or something like that and he's just <laughs> hey, like he's about to come back and just like beat somebody's ass. Well, he's like, not Batman. Imagine, dude. He's not Batman. No, he's not Batman. But that, well, we don't see him at night, so <laughs> this is true. Maybe maybe his city needs him all the time. So. I'm just still stuck on the fact that he sent a picture of him shirtless saying, "I'm ready." It was so I'm not, <laughs> or it, I'm not sure. Don't quote me on. I think Dana ready. White was ready. <laughs> Here, let me find the uh, text Ben Askren. <laughs> hey Dana White, I'm ready. Sensualist. I'm ready when you are. That's what Michael said. What's up here, bro? He also Jay said, Paul uh, turned him into something, bro." <laughs> He said, I know I'm retired, but I'm sure would love to beat up Jorge. Let me know if he is in. That's one thing he said to him. And then I, and then I he might sent be a wrong. shirtless pic. I thought, I thought he sent like, I, that's where I thought I saw the pic. You know, the picture you saw. <laughs> Sorry. It's just like a mirror. Like, do you want to beat him up pit. or do you want to beat him off? <laughs> it was like him. Like, uh, Dana flexing. just texts. He's just like, you looking good, dude. I like that. <laughs> Nice, man. Nice. <laughs> cool. Thirst trap. 
Thought, where did I fi- see this at, though? I think you're making it up. No, no it was no, there. It no, was he, there. He did text him. <laughs> <laughs> he did text him. No, I'm talking about the picture. <laughs> no, no, he saw the picture, too. He oh, said you he saw seen it? it? <laughs> yes, I've seen it's, it. Yeah, he's, yeah, like, yeah. flexing and stuff. Like, trying to oh show up. Oh, my him. God, bro. <laughs> he looks a lot better than he did in any of his fights, though. <laughs> Hey, he beat Robbie Lawler. He beat Robbie Lawler. I dude. mean, just a simple he, text works. He beat Robbie Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> he might what have not sent that picture. I might have just like attached the picture of him to the yeah, message. He's, he's like flexing. He has to like look at the phone. He's like, yeah, this is where he sends it. <laughs> This Maybe it took a few retakes. No, no, it, like, this took, be in that UFC. It took a thought process. He looked at that flexing picture of him and was just like, "You up?" <laughs> to literally the owner of the UFC. <laughs> yeah, this will get me back in the UFC. <laughs> oh my gosh, we got way off topic. <laughs> okay, if this does happen, how do you think it ends? Oh, Jorge Masvidal wins, dude. Come on, now. by what? Knockout. By knockout. This is like I'm not getting I'm not getting fooled by Ben Askren again, dude. I'm not doing it. I don't care if he I think has, it goes longer. I don't care if he's you know shirtless <laughs> sending <laughs> photos to Dana White and all buff and has man. I think I don't care. Like he's, <laughs> I think he's gonna get knocked out again. I think most it most likely will happen that he'll get knocked out, but I'm not cutting out the I'm not cutting him out submitting Jorge. He's an Olympic uh, medalist. It's ha- it's it, he's a, he can like, have, he, it can he's happen. an amazing wrestler. It can happen. Yeah. Jorge is not above getting submitted. I mean, look at the Kamar Usman fights. I mean, yeah. He can be submitted. And that's why I think there's a possible chance. I'm not saying, well, I say most likely he'll knock him out. And but considering the energy we're getting from Askin, he might like to be on top of men more so than <laughs> he did before. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling uh, submission and then 30 seconds and then the fight starts and then probably Masvidal. <laughs> Wait, what? What? <laughs> what? Askren gets uh, Masvidal in, into his submission, and then he finishes in 30 seconds, and then the fight starts, and then give me Masvidal. All right, got to make this an explicit episode. <laughs> Uppercut after hours. This is not good, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, was well, thirty seconds too long? <laughs> Pretty much a sex joke. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, that was our predictions. If it does happen, we'll too many get- prime energies, boys. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see what happens if it if it actually happens. Probably not. But yeah. Uh, next up, we have update slash what's next for Umar Namagamenov. It's been confirmed that uh he's out due to he's having surgery on his arm. And that's why he's not competing, which sucks, but it happens. And what what's next for him? What do we think he should? Who do you think we should fight when he comes back? In my opinion, there's three options. Number one, the Sanhagen fight. Still reschedule it. Yeah. Number two, Peter Yan versus Umar. Two wrestlers, a former champion versus a Namagamenov. Or number three, Dominic Cruz versus Umar. I mean, I like, I like, I like redoing the Sanhagen fight. Yeah, I do too. That's that's my most want option. I feel like that makes the most sense too. I think that you guys, I, th- I think that they need to figure out a way to make that re up. Yeah, I think it will be. It's like it happens that you get injured. Yeah, Sanhagen. I don't feel like it's a guy that like, he's like Conor McGregor and calls him a pussy for having to get <laughs> surgery. Yeah, it's just this. This is the fight that needs to happen. I mean, I like Yan versus. I like the Yan one too because of the fact that they're both wrestlers, but. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think that it's as exciting. Plus, I think that Umar can kind of, you know, have his way with with Yan. To be honest with you, I feel yeah, like Yan is on the. Deep. I think you know, pause. But you know, I think that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he can hundred percent have his way with anybody if he wants to. But. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, y'all, that's immature. <laughs> You're the one that started laughing. I think it's funny. It's it's hilarious. Nah. <laughs> nah. No, no, no. But I think that I think that it's, you know there's no way to say this without it. Yeah, sounding I was about to say I'm like, what is he gonna say here? He's gonna have his way with him on the ground, so <laughs> <laughs> This is why y'all like UFC. Okay, listen, listen, Bob. Listen. You gotta show that uh TikTok you showed me last week. It was like uh why why boys love wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's I have to like demonstrate, so let me put my mind down. <laughs> it's it's this girl who's just like the caption is uh, what what I whenever I see boys wrestle and it's just <laughs> and they're both boys. <laughs> uh, like Barbie dolls or something. <laughs> it's just no, she was just using oh, her hands, hands but okay. yeah. <laughs> It's funny. Though. I mean, have y'all even talked about the chick that like just full on flashed the audience after she won? What? What? Y'all haven't seen that? I don't think I did. No. I don't forget. I don't know her name because I'm not into UFC. But yeah, there was a girl. Uh, maybe it wasn't UFC. I don't know. It was a big fight though between two girls, and uh, she won. She was like crying and stuff. They were all congratulating her, and then you just see her like go for a top, and then just full on just flashes <laughs> the entire thing. She's like shaking it around. <laughs> This is not real. Yeah, no, it's full on <laughs> That's real. That's not UFC, man. That can't be UFC. Well, let me look up girl. <laughs> well, let me go in incognito here. <laughs> MMA fighter girl showing off her titties. <laughs> it was all over Twitter, bro. Only, oh, wait, is this it? Only fans boxer? No, 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 no. We did not. Let's just uh, turn your volume down. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, no. This is it. Only what? Only fans boxer who flashed boobs after fight <laughs> now taking time off after criticism. So yeah, it wasn't UFC, but um, yeah, Daniela Hemsley. Uh, yeah, I don't special know. Special segment, by the way, guys. I'm not gonna read all of course, this. This is the one Nick knows. <laughs> <laughs> Nick does not like fighting at all, but he's just like, ooh, did he? I'm like, yo, this is getting me into some MMA. <laughs> Hold up. Maybe right. this ain't that bad. Yeah. A TMZ, Daily Mail, Complex, they all reported on it. Bro, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, so I guess it... Uh, this makes more sense now than reading OnlyFans star. I thought it was like uh, just a fight. Yeah, no, because that would like ruin their career. Yeah, like, they, it would. They would get dropped by whatever. Uh, but I they'll get know. picked up by some people. <laughs> I don't know, maybe Dana White would be down with it. Who knows? Yeah, that man slaps his wife. <laughs> out of self-defense. Okay, of okay, course, okay, of okay. That man, that man had a mean right, right, right. You talking face. John Jones? No, Dana White. He was in a club and his wife was like hitting him or something, and he just slapped her. Ass. Oh she my gosh, fell. dude! What is up with UFC and just women beating? That they, dude, they're just so aggressive. All just the time. as good as NFL. <laughs> they still let him fight look at john jones bro tune into against the call <laughs> <laughs> but let's get into our next segment here it's the countdown best walkouts for ufc fighters uh we'll start with my number five and i have israel Desanya's undertaker walkout against jared cannonier so yeah now with like a his whole ass undertaker costume yeah dude iconic 
it was it was sick. I'm not gonna lie. It Iconic. was so cool. I also have a I have one different than yours, and it it, it is also an Izzy one. It's my number five. It's whenever he came out and did that whole like um dance routine or whatever. Oh with yeah, his, with his squad or whatever, and did like that, you know. <laughs> like anime yeah. thing or whatever i think it was cool just because like the fact that he choreographed that entire thing and then still came out <laughs> and won because like a lot of the times you see people like organize those types of walkouts and then they just like yeah. embarrass themselves but no he came out made an extremely entertaining show and still won the fight i think that that's my number five is he whenever he did that yeah the only reason i don't have this higher is because that fight was so boring <laughs> true that was a really boring fight right but uh at my number four i have john jones in his second return fight his latest fight at ufc 285 the with the song the champ is here and he wasn't champion yet as his comeback <laughs> fight just the champ is here boom 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 boom, boom, boom. the champ is here. <laughs> bring him out bring him out imagine it was sick though <laughs> it was sick in my opinion but uh what's your number four yeah no it's the same yeah i have the same list same you, one yeah. it's awesome but uh my number three I got people be like, oh, Con again, Conor McGregor. No, but listen, <laughs> because him coming out with against Khabib, this is a warrior coming out about to fight. Have you seen this walkout? This walkout is crazy. It's right? like, probably it's but... dim lights. All you see is like bright green and orange. Then all over the octagon is just fog. Yeah, like a big ass fog machine, and he's just walking. Like he out. loses his fight, but bro, like imagine, <laughs> like. <laughs> I, I don't I, like I don't care who you are I don't care if you're Khabib you're 20 and 0 you look at this and you're like oh shit like shit, I'm in for it that's like this is that's really intimidating yeah it's all some casuals bro y'all don't even know about these dudes back in 07 that had fire <laughs> intros bro why is Nick here again <laughs> <laughs> to speak for the people in the comments section <laughs> <laughs> what's his face um who was everybody saying that was better than McGregor at shit talking uh, it was uh um, uh Chiel is that his name Oh, Chael Sonnen? Yeah, Chael Sonnen is a great trash talker. Yeah, but like, it was, yeah, I remember now because it was me and, it was the episode Marshall was on against the call. Yeah, we were yeah. talking about it. And me and him were saying how Conor McGregor's the goat at trash talking. He is. And then this dude, like, oh, like, what is he, like, in the yeah, 40s there, or there something? There was a few people, yeah. And they're like, man, they don't even know who Chael Sonnen is. <laughs> I'm like, no, we know who Chael Sonnen is, but dude, he's, he's good. But why do you think Conor McGregor's fights are all in the top 10 of, the biggest paid pay-per-view fights Dude. it's because of how oh yeah it, it wasn't just please, a trash please talk. go back and and listen to chael son's trash talking about how he's you know he, he does his whole you know like poetic thing that he does yeah and then listen to conor mcgregor just shout the most berating things at somebody <laughs> and then come back to me and tell me who's better at trash talking yes chael sonnen is 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 a great trash talker but he's nowhere near in McGregor the class of mcgregor out, trash talking wise there's no way mcgregor will come out and degrade your entire family and country and then walk out of there like nothing ever happened yeah and then he'll beat you too <laughs> <laughs> he will knock your ass out what i'm talking about is jose off yeah it's just like like bro it doesn't make any sense like chael Sonnen would be like i'm the bee's knees or something like that like so he's like he's some wwe fighter and then like get destroyed by anderson silva so it like it didn't matter yeah but we're getting off topic was that your number three as well yeah all right but uh our two number one of the same yeah my number two it's patty the baddies you pretty much any of his walkouts are basically the same yeah it's his uh <laughs> his song that he does it's the mashed up songs that get the crowd hyped uh it's i forgot what it was called it's like it it's just a song that everyone's like starts jumping and bouncing around to it just gets you hyped the jump get around jump yeah around. no it's yeah. a let me find it i think this is it uh yeah this song 
Oh, oh, uh, off with your head. Or heads were rolling. Yeah, heads, yeah. heads were rolling. Everyone's like bouncing up, jumping. They're all that's his, cool. They're on his wigs, like his blonde yeah. wigs. Everyone gets that's yeah. It's it's so hype, dude. And he's like jumping out. Man, <laughs> 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 just having the time of his life yeah. coming out. He, he he's such a hype guy, bro. His walkouts are always great. That's why I had I had to put him at number two. Yeah, I, I put him yeah, over same. Connor. I had, I put him over Connor. It's just more. It's more hyped. But uh, it is. and I, my number one, we have the same, right? Yeah. It's John Jones and his first return fight at UFC 187 with uh, the song "I'm Coming Home" <laughs> playing. <laughs> coming oh. home. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! Crazy. But it's so. It was really iconic, cool. Dude. It was it's really so cool. iconic. <laughs> like just sitting there watching it and just just a soft voice. I'm coming home. <laughs> and the fact that the, and the fact that it's John Jones and you like know he's going to win and he's going to kill whoever's in there, dude. <laughs> it's so iconic, bro. Even a. Uh, even Chael, like he said after his fight with John Jones, that he was scared to fight him. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen it's that. like, it's like, yeah, John Jones, I was terrified. <laughs> I was yeah, yeah. yeah Chael said he's scared to fight him. Do you ever hear Conor McGregor saying, "Yo, I'm scared to fight somebody"? No, even yeah, y'all don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. Chael I mean, would say that, but you're never hearing Conor McGregor being like, "Yo, I was scared to yeah, fight him." No, yeah, he's, he's never gonna he, say that. Conor McGregor said he wanted a rematch against Khabib. He said he wanted a rematch yeah. against everyone he's lost. Y'all to. weren't around, like Conor. Conor yeah, yeah, lost bro, his like, last fight. Yeah, bro. Y'all weren't around whenever Chael <laughs> Sonnen was in, whenever he was up in the fight game, bro. Dog. Y'all weren't around, bro. Whenever Muhammad Ali was fighting, bro. Y'all weren't around, bro. Like, like shut up. Dude, shut up. Conor was there with a the broken leg, saying, "Your wife is in my DMs <laughs> on the ground." Y'all weren't around, bro. bro y'all don't know, y'all bro. Y'all need to research. Yeah, like, y'all, y'all don't know, dude. Before y'all start a podcast, y'all need to get into, like, the sport. Do you even know who Tito Ortiz is? <laughs> Do you even know Tito Ortiz? I bet you don't know who Chuck Liddell is. Who's who's <laughs> who's Son and then? What, what is his main saying? <laughs> All right, like, we're bro. getting way off topic now. Is... We love the haters. They're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're going to head into our last segment here. Build the card. I introduced it last week. We're back with it. Best possible UFC card with top, with fights that have already <laughs> happened. Um, we'll start with our prelims. Um, I'll go with my first one. It's a featherweight fight of Dustin Poirier and the Korean Zombie. Dustin lost yeah. this fight. It was Korean Zombie prime. They're, great, yeah, great opener for the. It, for the, like, it was uh, amazing. For the pre- preliminaries. Uh, he Korean Zombie submitted him. Uh, it's just so weird watching rewatching this fight and how small Poirier looks. Yeah, that's true. He Featherweight was Poirier was tiny. Yeah, whenever he fought against Connor the first time too. Yeah, they were both so small. Yeah, they look like skeletons. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, go ahead and say it <laughs> after hours. No, <laughs> I'm not. I'll say they it did. after unfiltered. Uh, I'll say it. Just remind me. To, I'll say it after. But uh, they T- they it. no, <laughs> I won't. But uh, Dustin Poirier lost this fight. They, it was still a great fight, in my opinion. A lot of people say it was one of the best featherweight fights of all time. But uh, that's my first prelim fight. What about you? Yeah, for my first preliminary fight, um, by, by the way, mind you, again, these these are cards that are going to be so stacked. Like, this is, yeah. like, literally the most stacked card you can make, like, a fight it's that have already happened. Fu- so it's cards. Like, yeah, so my, my first preliminary fight is Liddell's versus uh, Randy Couture 3, whenever yeah. Chuck Liddell closed it out. He comes out, <laughs> whenever he wins, dude. Chuck Liddell, so dude. Just Imagine insane. that opening up the night with the prelims. That was, just, that, that's a the, Chuck that's Liddell the, fight yeah, opening up the fight. That just opens up the night, dude. <laughs> so sick. Every, the, dude, the crowd's awake at that point. Like, like, it's ready. No one's leaving their seat. Yeah, no, we're ready. We're ready for the night <laughs> at that point. We're it's sitting ready. there for a solid 
four hours. Yeah, no, it's it's we're down for what's next. Like you start that, you set the tone with Chuck Liddell. Bam, great. Yep. There we go. That's that's my first preliminary fight. That's a great one. With my headliner of the prelims, I'm going with something that was hyped up a lot. There was a lot of trash talk going on. And it's Kamaru Usman versus Colby Covington oh, yeah. one, the championship fight. Covington, man, man, he gets pissed when he's trash talking. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just I'm I'm thinking of the trash talk and everything involved in this. Just seeing that all happen yeah. again for the first time, and then even Covington. They went to the distance. I'm yeah, no, sure. they did, and it was a great fight. Like there was, there was moments where Covington was even being a little bit was, was kind of outstriking Usman. Usman obviously, you know, had a master class of a fight mm-hmm. and and beat Covington. This is prime through. Usman too. But Covington um didn't back down for a second in that fight. Great choice. This was a very entertaining fight to watch. I think that if you were going for either side, you would have had a good time watching it. Yep. This is yeah, a fantastic pick. Yeah. What about you? What's your headliner? Yeah, my my headliner for the pre- for the preliminaries is right after Liddell knocks out Couture and and, and you know, comes out and, ha- and sets the tone. We got a fat Anderson Silva versus Nick Diaz coming out. Oh my, Anderson Silva yes, on the prelims. That's insane. It is wild, but dude, there's just so much more to come. I know. Just so imagine like, an Anderson Silva preliminary fight. And it's against Nick Diaz. Huge beef match, too, because Nick Diaz... You know, he's it's a Diaz. It's a Diaz. So it's like he's coming out. He was trying to, you know, bait Silva in with he was trying to be Anderson Silva a little bit, trying to showboat like him a little bit. Yeah. And stuff like that. Obviously, Nick Diaz ends up losing and Anderson, you know, he he gains the respect and and, and I think he got I don't know if he got a belt from it or not, but I think that was a belt fight. Yeah. Um That's that's a really good fight. Yeah, crazy, crazy fight and crazy headliner. Yeah, an ins- insane headliner and and dude, you get to watch Anderson Silva just, you know, Again, have another master class of a fight. So yeah, yeah. Now my first fight opening up the main card. It's one of my favorite fights I've ever watched. Izzy versus Pajeda one. Mm. With all wow. the hype that went behind around this, that's crazy that that's your at your headliner. That, that's not my headliner. That's my opening fight for oh, the main what, card. That's what I meant. Yeah. It's it was so hyped. Everyone's like, this is the dude that's on, the only dude that's ever really beaten Izzy. Wow. He's coming into the UFC. Everyone's <laughs> like, oh, my God, Izzy might lose this. Everyone wow. was scared for Izzy. And then he comes out, and he knocks out the king like of the UFC at the moment. Like Everyone yeah. everyone says Izzy's the top dog of the UFC, and he can't lose. Dang. Man knocked him out. I, I do think that that's a little bit higher of a fight than, than the start of the main card. But I know. I I just I, – it was really hard to choose with these the first three fights on mine. I get that. I mean, with my with my fi- with my uh first spot for the main card is I got uh Jorge versus Usman because mm, this whole... is one of the first times that will uh, this is I think this is the first time that Jorge got knocked out in the UFC I think I think it was. like clean too like a clean knockout yeah like clean knockout flattened like with one punch yeah I remember watching this fight me and my brother we were uh we were on a trip watching this on his laptop dude i was i remember being shocked like astonished about how usman was able to finish this fight this is like hyped up prime jorge yeah this is very like jorge's big at this point usman's super big at this point like this is a humongous fight and jorge this is their was second fight too yeah this is whenever jorge was trying to come back and try to go for another title run and yeah the, the way that it ended the fact and, and, and it was such a good ending too because jorge got knocked out and he got up and he was just like you know what he got me you know, yeah. it was just like a very respectful fight. And it was just it's one of those those bouts that you see that you're just like, these are two really, really good fighters. And like, this is just like something that you want to see unfold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's my first fight for, for the main card. Yeah, that's a that's a really good one. 
And my next fight I have here, it's Daniel Cormier versus Stipe Miocic 1. The fight that made Daniel Cormier the second champ champ in the mm-hmm. UFC. Uh, he came up to heavyweight and he made he made that division his beating the goat of that division. Yeah. It was so it was such a good fight. I didn't watch it when it first happened because I mean I wasn't a UFC fan at the time, but I rewatched mm-hmm. this. I've rewatched it like two or three times. It's because Daniel Cormier is one of my favorite fighters of yeah. all time. No, I love DC. And uh he became he made history, becoming the second champion of all yeah. time. And I don't think I mean there, I was really close to putting John Jones versus Daniel Cormier in one. Because of how big that fight was hyped yeah. up. But, I mean, his champ-champ fight it had to be on here. Yeah, I so. agree. I, I don't disagree with that at all. That's a very solid pick. My next fight, I mean, for my next fight, I have um, I do, I do have Izzy Pajeda. You you already have yours for your five, but yeah. I have it at my four. Um, I just think that it's a little bit better than, that, than like it being the first fight yeah. for the main card. But it's, it was so... You know, there's just so much history there. There's so much story it, behind that fight yeah. and the way that it was, uh, the way that it ended, with Pereira being able to take the take the win. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was wild. It's a, easily for me a top five fight in yeah. the UFC history. It, it it was just so wild, and it, the fact that we saw Izzy actually fall, he definitely comes back. You could even argue that Izzy versus Pereira too, in the in the UFC could be here on the on this card as well, but. Mm-hmm. I'm. I just want to see this trilogy fight. Yeah, I do. <laughs> just, I mean, everybody does. Everyone, everyone wants does. that trilogy fight. Yeah, everybody is. But uh, with my next fight, it is Robbie Lawler versus Rory McDonald two in the welterweight. This fight, bloody, mm-hmm. so much bloodshed. It went to the final round, and then uh, Robbie finished it. But dang, like Rory's face was cut open, yeah. bleeding everywhere, and they were both putting shot. Great shots into each other. Right. That's what she- <laughs> <Pause>. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I wasn't even going to say anything. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I just, but yeah, that's my next fight. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. My, my <laughs> for my next fight, I have uh, St. Pierre versus Bisping. Yeah. I think that the, f- the fact that St. Pierre comes out of retirement and, 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 and fights Bisping and, and ends up just being like, yo, I'm going to beat you and then leave. <laughs> like, uh, I think fine, it's so sick. I'll come and, out of retirement. <laughs> yeah, I know, but, but St. Pierre is just such a legend of a fighter and to, to be able to, um, you know, defeat somebody with, with the strength and, and fight IQ of Bisping is, is such a crazy thing. <laughs> that fight was extremely hyped up. So it, was. Ha- it had to be on this list. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I just totally forgot about. That. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was one of the biggest fights yeah. ever. So I don't know how I forgot about yeah. that. But uh, with my next fight, it's the co-main, and the this is another reason I didn't have John Jones versus Daniel Cormier it's because I have John Jones versus Alex Alexander Gustafsson. Gustafsson. Yeah. Gustafsson. This is arguably the greatest fight in UFC history. People say. Mm. People say it's top three. Mm. This is John Jones's hardest fight he's ever had. Who says that? I've seen like I'm looking at lists of uh like for this just to make sure I don't look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and like this is all it was always two, three, three. Really? Yeah. Because I feel like I could name three better fights than that. It's because fight. this was John Jones' closest fight. Like people like people like, oh shit. Well they fought a couple of times. His I think that, that was the first th- fight. I think this first one was whenever it got close, but it was the first fight and pe- this was like, oh shit. <laughs> wow. Is John Jones gonna lose? Wow. Yeah, let me look it up Jones. Uh, but yeah, that's my number two. I mean, for my number two, I have uh, I do have a John Jones fight as well. 
but it's the Jones versus Cormier. Just like, I mean, that series, like you could put any of those fights into this card if you really wanted to. Just that hype up the way that John Jones was like able to get into Cormier's head the way that he did. And yeah, like how just it all unfolded. I feel like it was such a great fight. It was one of those super fights that made the UFC what it is today mm-hmm. and just made it as popping as it is today. So like, I, I just, you have to have that somewhere on this list and I felt like it fit right in the co-main spot. So yeah, it fits perfectly. And, uh, at the main event, we have the same. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I mean, are you guys, you guys aren't going to be surprised. It's Conor McGregor versus it's the biggest fight that's ever happened, dude. This has to be at the top. The most hyped up fight of all time. All the shit that went around it. Conor McGregor literally getting arrested because of the hype of the fight when it wasn't even announced yet. Like this fight wasn't announced yet. I don't think. He Obviously, threw, our casual hearts wish wish it went the other way. But <laughs> God, how what the what would the UFC look like if Conor won that fight? I have no clue what would happen, dude. <laughs> what would that would be? A, I feel like there'd be a big difference. Like it's highly possible, dude. Conor coming back, becoming the lightweight <laughs> champion again. Khabib losing, getting his first loss. That would have been wild. But I mean, it just—it's—it's just—it has to be at the top, just because of the amount of history that was that was put into this, and just like it's—it's—it's it's, it's number one on like every list that you'll ever look up. Is like what's the biggest UFC event ever, and it's so, nine but, times out of ten yeah. going to be Khabib versus McGregor. So it's the most paid for uh, <laughs> the biggest pay per view. Y'all just don't even know about Chael versus Tito, <laughs> bro. Chael. <laughs> Chill. Y'all just don't know about Chael versus Tito Ortiz, bro, or yeah, Chael well, versus Sonning, Wanderley Silver. Or... It's Sonnen. Chael it's Sonning. <laughs> it's definitely Chael Sonnen. <laughs> bro, I watched a whole video and they called him. Like, I watched the whole press conference. I'm not a producer for nothing, bro. <laughs> Hear him say his own name. Hear him say his own. Oh my own. gosh, bro! No, I don't have to do that. I really don't. Uh, whatever. It's, uh, that's gonna. Nick is fired. <laughs> so. That's gonna do it for this episode of the Uppercut. That will never. <laughs> Our first guest to walk. No way. This is crazy. Our first guest to walk. Bye. Well, that, that's gonna wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we have a lot planned. Make sure you check out all about a pocket sports podcast against the call. Riled up podcast just posted their comeback episode after a small hiatus. Check out Jay's fit down. He's killing it over there. And again, make sure you stay tuned for ours. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. Can't wait for next week's episode with the recap of the biggest fight of the year. Uh, and thank you guys for listening. And we'll catch you guys in the next one. Swag. <laughs>